Are you seeking to broaden your horizons, to stay relevant and become future fit? Do you want to fuel your creativity and inspire innovation? Or are you simply looking to put the kapow back into your business? Then look no further. Join Carmen Murray, entrepreneur, innovator, and tech fundi with her big personality and presentation style as she interviews celebrities, alchemists, newsmakers, and business experts to discover the stories behind their success. The Carmen Murray Show will open your mind and help you turn knowledge into magic. Let knowledge be your superpower. And now, from Solid Gold Studios, here's your host, Carmen Murray. Hey, hey, Fit Tribe, welcome to yet another episode on The Carmen Murray Show. Today, I'm very excited because I am bringing in one of the world's most renowned numerologists, Sandy Smith. From Sandy Numerology, and I had a reading from her myself, and wow, my mind was blown away. So I wanted you guys to experience it, what it's all about, and how awesome it is, and also just unpack and demystify it a bit because it's something that we're all not very used to. It's not something that I definitely was raised with. Um, so I'm learning as I'm going on my journey through life. So without further ado, Sandy, welcome. <laughs> Good to see you again. Thanks so much for having me, Carmen. Oh my gosh, are you ready? Are you ready just to I'm be ready. put on the spot? Um, put <laughs> so, me on the spot. <laughs> so let me quickly tell the audience what we did. So I sh um, we have another guest with us who is Debbie Gregory. We have to keep her slightly like a mystery in this conversation for now, because this is where Sandy is going to tell us and introduce her to us like no one can ever do an introduction. Okay, so I don't want to go into too much detail. But Sandy, um, one of the, the important questions that I would like to ask you is, how on earth did you end up in numerology? How did you get fascinated, learn about it, do it, know anything about it, and now all of a sudden leading the path, leading the way? And you even predicted COVID, right? And I think yes. there's a lot of other stuff that you predicted. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so I'm sure that um, your guest Debbie is going to appreciate this, is that you always reach a turning point, and your turning point um, is that age of 40. And from 40 to 49 is where you start to restructure who you are. You know, you've got your foundation from your parents, um, from society, from school, through relationships, maybe marriages and children, etc. But you, every person who reaches the age of 40 goes through the restructuring of who you are to kind of take doors and windows in your life and change a window into a door wheel, change a door into a window. So the point is that you get to a point where you ask, who am I? And where am I going? And it's kind of age-defining because, in a sense, I was in the music industry for, at that stage, probably about 28 years. And I kind of went, you know, is this what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life? Is this industry age-related? I asked a lot of questions. And so we go on the search. We go on the search. So I went searching. And every kind of person that I went to, you know, coming from a religious Catholic background where this was like a no-no, you go to a fortune teller or you go to a tarot card reader, whatever. And I just found that they might be able to tell you things, but you go home and you go, no. And so I started this whole search um, and I started buying books and reading books, etc. And my mother gave me a family tree book. And I'd been, I was currently studying um, graphology, which is handwriting analysis. And my teacher actually picked up that I was majorly dyslexic in a numeric as well as a writing perspective, which kind of added an emphasis onto this book that my mother gave me, where I started writing down everybody's birth date in a formula 
without realizing that I was developing Sandy's numerology. But I was looking for where I kind of fitted, you know, in the family line, but the numbers were actually giving me a story. And um, I kind of went and asked my mother a couple of questions which weren't very well received because what I was asking or what I was actually telling her as well about generations that I would had not met or known. And anyway, so this was part of who I am from my mother's side. But I then went and I studied the tarot and I quite enjoyed that, but that still wasn't enough. So I now decided... Um, to go and study astrology. Now, astrology for me is like, yeah, I am dyslexic, okay? Now, this is kind of no computer programs were available at that stage. So you had to do everything, you know, drawing the absolute degrees, etc., which was really way above me. But anyway, I kind of, through the process of learning astrology, I was developing my numerology. When it got to writing the exam, I actually wrote my exam on the basis of my numerology because they just give you a chart with no name and it was somebody born in 1800, whatever it is. When I got my results, they they said that they had to fail me because they felt that I cheated and I'm go and I was absolutely absolutely shattered. So he has these four people who were the judges and jury. And I said to them, I said, well, you know, one of you must have given me the chart um, way before the date. And my question would be to you, when did you choose the chart? And they only chose the chart that morning. And I thought that if I had uh, had the chart even before then, I don't know that I would have been able to to write the exam very well. But um, they said that I was able to tell that this man was working with diseases, um, that he was married, how many children, you know, that he had. And they said that's somebody who's in advanced astrology. And so that there was a validation. And I'd started kind of generally talking to friends and telling them about themselves. And then they'd ask me about people, you know, maybe it was, for example, one girlfriend was a family member overseas that I'd never met. She'd hardly ever spoken about. And what I told her about it, she said, why don't you uh, start charging for this? And I mean, that was not my thought. At that stage, I was managing Miriam McKeba internationally. And so this was a slow development. But what I was actually looking for, I was actually looking for me at that stage of my life. So that's how it evolved. And because I'm kind of not a boundary person, I kind of trip the light fantastic and I jump off cliffs kind of thing in life, that this just kind of took off as I decided to slow my music industry um, side of my business. And I think one of the first things that I ever did was through a particular client who actually put me onto a sports TV program on SABC um, to predict the crickets. Uh, uh, South Africa was playing England. And I really, I'm not a sport person at all, and I don't even know how the game works. So I went live on SABC a TV sports program with Quibus Vesa, and that was the Wednesday, and on the Saturday was the match. And I predicted who would, the Reds would be, who would be benched, um, to the point that England's feet were, you know, in cement, they, they couldn't move on the field. And only on that Sunday afternoon, I was at one of those um, holistic fairs. A chap came up to me and he said, I'd like to shake your hand. And I thought, well, you know, this is like a hello. And he <laughs> said, congratulations on your predictions of the of England and South Africa. And, of course, you know, I, I didn't even know. I think actually the game was on the Sunday. I didn't even know that they were playing and had played or whatever it was. And – it started to evolve from there where that first launch onto TV got a lot of other journalists and everything that would, you know, start sort of asking me um, to do interviews or do predictions, etc. cetera. Um, so as the music career sort of came 
it took about another four or five years or six years for it to kind of reach some kind of end where the numerology was actually starting to take off. So things kind of started in 1990 with the development of my system. Um, I did investigate, bought hundreds of secondhand numerology books to see what they were doing versus what I was doing. And all of them were just kind of going round in a circle, round and round and round, and not getting into being very, very predictive or individualizing a person. So what I wanted, and this was really about me, is... I needed to really dig deep and get into the ownership of who I am. And it still took many appointments with other clients before I was able to like, say to somebody one day, gosh, I'm, just, I'm so like you. And, you know, and I ended that, when I ended that uh, session with that client, I went, you know, well, actually that wasn't so bad, you know, <laughs> to kind of admit that uh, my, my point I'd say to that we were uh, um, emotional bunnies. We cry when we we uh, happy and we cry when we sad. And suddenly I was starting to be okay with who I was. And it's still all of us, it, we evolve and we will continue to evolve and start to own that we're emotional, sensitive, a retard or whatever it is that we want to call ourselves. And I just felt what I was trying to do for clients is to really give them a, a, such a true side to who they are, their weaknesses and their strengths. And I found conventional or traditional numerology uh, way too generalizing. And then they, they dive deep into your life path and, oh, shame, and they want you to change your names. Your name is the map of your life, what is first written on your birth certificate. Whether there's a spelling error the, that is cost. Your birth certificate, the day that you are born, you can't change. Your name maps out every five to nine years of your life under each letter. Your day, month, and year goes into how you wake up in your day, how you do your day. It will show you your medical side, your monetary side. Sometimes there are issues that, that are not yours, that are other people's, um, and we kind of have a tendency to react to that, not realizing, hell, that is how it is, so let it be. Yeah, so I think that along the way, I kept also looking for validation, and was it through other numerologists? Well, eventually I got rid of the four or 500 books. That's how many I actually bought. Um, but each one was just too repetitive and nobody really was paying attention to the clients that they were seeing. So I did an immense amount of research and a lot of, lot of homework. And boom, you know, suddenly this was a major business. I had my own TV show at a 13-part series on what was then called TV3. And I mean, it was just astronomical. And then along the way, um, I would write for People magazine. I think one of my biggest predictions that I ever made was I wrote the article in the April for the July issue. Um, and I picked George Bush and uh, America because their birthday was in July, and I predicted um, September 11th. And the uh, what I wrote, because I'm also, there we go, with the dyslexia, not a good writer, thank God there was the sub-editor who would take this A4 page of information and pull six lines out of that. And out of the six lines, so she actually chose what I'd written about Bush and September 11th, and I said there would, is going to be a car, plane, boat, train accident that's going to have a huge effect on America and a ripple effect around the world. And I also predicted the gold price would be on the increase from around the 15th of September, which is exactly what happened. And then, you know, there was many other predictions that I did along the way. And I think uh, one of the other ones that I never even recalled doing that KG Mokwetse, who was on Radio 2000, and I was um, on her show uh, on a regular basis, um, that I predicted two years in advance that Zuma would uh, resign on the 14th, on Valentine's Day on the 14th of, sure. of February. <laughs> so there's there's been many other predictions 
you know, all my predictions about Donald Trump and that he wouldn't come in and what was happening around, you know, I've got my YouTube where I do um, a lot of things. and But when it gets to clients, it's so important that when you have a full-born name and a date of birth, you can then look to see if they're in a relationship and what that relationship is and will that relationship work if they own a business because there again it's registered, it's got a date of registration and you can actually look and see how the business is going as well. Very interesting. Very, um, very. So Debbie, now that you are listening to all of this and you're going to be on the receiving end of this, do you believe in these kind of things? Like, I mean, there's so many naysayers and, and people that don't even, um, how, can I, how can I put it? Um, they actually don't connect with reality, never mind things that are beyond something that can, they can try and understand. So how is that for you? And then after Debbie has answered, I would love to hear... Sandy, your point of view and what do you have to say to naysayers? So I definitely do believe in um, numerology and astrology and tarot and, and that kind of thing. I, I have experienced it several times. I've been to a medium, I think, two or three times in my life. And it's it's been incredible what, what they picked up, but stuff that they would never, ever know. So that's definitely allowed me to believe that this sort of thing is is absolutely it's accurate it's 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 fascinating it's interesting but uh yes i do believe in it so when when it gets to to people kind of questioning you know when i started this in 1990 on the slow sort of process of getting to where i am today it was really then not an easy thing for people. A lot more females were um, interested. A lot of people would come and would say, you know, I don't do this because of my religion. And I would say, well, actually, you know, do you know that your Bible? Because um, in the Old Testament, um, there is a sentence which I'm just going to read but um, it says, and then shall the righteous men of thy seed be left in the numbers, which is kept secret by me. So I always kind of bring that line up to people who um, want to kind of get into religion and do they know their Bible, etc. So what that is actually saying is when you have the key to who you are, can you really kind of go, okay, this is who I am, what I need to accept, what I can't change, what I can change. And how can I, you know, we constantly are working on our on ourselves. Um, but, it, you know, a lot of people of, I think particularly Jewish religion, I had many clients that said, we don't do this. And I'm going, hang on a minute, you know, you've got your rabbi choosing your your Hebrew name, and he uses astro uh, uses numerology. It might be more Kabbalah than numerology, but they kind of got a mishmash and a, and a link um, to one another. And I always say to people, you know, and the other thing is that when it gets to the tarot and the death card and people, uh, if there was a little bit of a religion thing of not to do this, but then there was this other fear of, of what they would be told. So there's a lot of people out there, whether they're numerologists or fortune tellers, they will tell you things to grab you and hold you and own you and get you to hang on for their financial profit. And I don't think that that is right. And I don't look to tell people about their death. That is not my focus. My focus of my numerology, which is I also teach, is that you want to uplift, you want to engage with the person, with the client, and you want to help them see opportunity. And if I give you negative, let's say that, you know, the tax man is coming for you, for example, that is giving you a heads up to say, you know what, I know I've got this little monkey on my shoulder chattering in my ear going, I need to do my taxes, I need to do my taxes. And I'm just going to let you know so that you can actually 
take the power into your own hands. I do not take your power away from you. I can only assist you. If you um, don't want to listen to what I have to say, it's okay. And many people kind of, I think in the beginning, used to leave me and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a year later, they'd come back for their yearly appointment and say, what you told me actually (laughs) happened. Um, And I want to say to them, no, I was telling you so that it wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? (laughs) But one really wants to make sure that people, if you could have a heads up, what would you prefer? You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the numerology, it helps you, you know, um, whether you're going to have complications about falling pregnant, you know, will you have twins? Um, it helps you also to name your children because the date of birth, that is done by nature, whether you're having a cesarean or not. Yeah. Um, so the name, what you try and find with using the numerology and the date of birth is that if you're going to have a child is to find a balance balance in the in the 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 numbers so that they don't have too many of the same because that's where the impact is going to be which is going to arise once every nine or twice every nine years of their life so you want to avoid kind of negative health things or you know you don't want to know that your child's going to go to jail or whatever you know what I mean no but you know once (laughs) yes but you know it's the diet the dies cast in your name. You will see in a name whether you're going to be a president, whether you'll go to jail, you know, whether there's the, even the word serial killer there. It's there in your numbers. But something that's also very interesting about, about what Sandy does, it's not just your personal life, but also your business. I've been working hand in hand with Sandy from a business perspective, also just to get consulting there. And also, you know, finding my purpose and I feel this is what's happening is is that people are on the sea of confusion since COVID happened people are waking up from their sleep they all of a sudden realize this is not the life I want I want to find my purpose I want to do something impactful with my life and these gifts if I can put it that way are so necessary in these times that we live in that we can just be escorted there to get there sooner or, you know, just to try and have a better understanding of our purpose, why we are here. Some people go to the grave and never know why they were here. We're never interested. But sure. I can definitely see a shift in human behavior in the human psyche um, since COVID has happened. And this is why I think what you do, Sandy, is, is so remarkable. So I'm, I've given you all the details and then whatever questions you have, you can ask um, Debbie. But I've given you all the details a half an hour before the show started. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm going to leave it to you to take it away. And Debbie, it's going to be recorded, so you are going to have <laughs> okay. access to it. Listen. <laughs> I am. I'm okay. so excited. It's being recorded. I don't know if I remember everything. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Um, Debbie is a nine, your Jacqueline is a seven, and your Gregory is a five. Um, your Debbie Gregory is a five, and you're born on the 23rd. That brings in another five there. And then I'm going to get to the rest of the numbers. But your name, Debbie, says, I'm here to serve. I'm, help, I'm here to help show the way for others. It's like um, you gleaning information from day to day. And then you store it and then a situation arises and you go, you know what, I heard something about that. And your Debbie will impart knowledge and wisdom. (laughs) It's got the word to teach and to guide. Now, your Jacqueline is your hidden name because you don't use that on a daily basis. But in Jacqueline is Dennis the Menace. So if you if, if if Debbie gets told that she doesn't know how to do something, Jacqueline pops up and says, "Don't you tell me that I don't know how to do something." That is so and funny. this is where the word mu- music and art and theatre and culture yeah. lie. It's very into researching and investigating and yes you know you've you said that you've gone on to the alternate side to investigate but but there's a constant thing of the search for the self as well but Jacqueline is um, it loves the sea and sunshine although your numbers tell me that you don't really like the heat that much Gregory is interesting because now you've got triple fives which says 
Number one, you have studied. I think you've got certification for your studies. Your Gregory is marketing, sales, management, training. So you've got teaching in Debbie and training in, in Gregory. It, you can deal with corporate corporations, industries that have governing bodies, SOEs, for example, uh, powerhouses, um, all the way through to the great taxman, SARS, as well as banks, etc. I think in your Gregory, what it brings in is um, your pessimism and your procrastination. Um, and Debbie, as of today, you are not allowed to use the word but because that's when you are sitting on your butt and you are closing doors that are open and you're looking for a problem and you're not looking for a solution. Mm. And there's a contradiction here because when people come to you with a problem, guess what you do? Solve. You always find a solution. Yeah. <laughs> it's so accurate. Okay, yeah. So um, that five, your negative there is your pessimism, procrastination, and it says that you tend to hang on to the past. So you have this little pot on the stove mm. and you will bring up the past constantly and you keep stirring at it and <laughs> it's not doing you no. any good there. Yeah, okay. I'm working on that. <laughs> now, Born on the 23rd, that too is how you wake up in your day, which says, I prefer to be in a relationship. I like the company of people. It doesn't say that you can't um, live alone, but it tells me that you've got more than one form of income. And um, it also, what helps you here regarding your business is that people will tell you things that they would not tell anybody. And I think this probably helps you um, in getting gleaning if somebody has <laughs> done something that is um, not quite kosher yeah. and you have to then do a bit of repairs and fix-ups. Being born on the 23rd with that three, you have a very dominant mother. Um, but but your three is um, also how you engage with people. You work in the collective as well. You love colors and textures. You're born in August, which is communication, organization. And I think um, that this is where the word coaching comes into play. But I think the most important thing that you've got in your numbers is double hidden fours which says facts, figures, detail, information, accounting, accountable, reliable, dependable, project managing, putting systems in place, paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. <laughs> the problem with you and your paperwork that sometimes you kind of shift it to the side. Right, so you're going to have that monkey coming onto your shoulder and chattering in your ear. But yeah. this four is also very good for property, which could also be your second form or other forms of income. Okay. Very important. You like nature, natural, outdoor mountains, vistas. There's a lot of creativity. You've got eights and fours that brings in photography, film, video, and camera. And I think you should use that. And okay. You've got an 11 life path, which brings in social, uh, um, all the networks, etc. maybe your own YouTube as well. Your 11 life path is there's an historic health issue in your family, and that is going to be around the heart area. Um, you've got to watch for calcification or or restriction around the beat of the heart, or is the it's not the valve, uh, but just watch out uh, something that you need to start paying attention to now, yeah. and also watch your ankles, knees, and hips because you've got a weakness there with yeah. with with that. I do. Um, in your lineage. There's been twins in your family, but I think it goes back a few four or five generations, but it's going to start to emerge. If you have had children and you didn't have twins, then that would uh, come up in their lives or their children's lives. But that's going to start happening, okay. um, which you will probably see um, emerge within your bloodline family. So one of the, the issues that people have with you, and, and I'm going to 
lean towards the, the male population is when you walk into a room, you confuse um, a lot of them because you walk in as a female in body, but you project masculine energy. <laughs> and they will always say, you know, who does Debbie think she is? Yeah. She thinks she's the boss. Hell yes, she is. Yeah. Because that's what a four is. Mm. So, and yet there are men that prefer to work with people like you. And your four also says that you've got four particular friends that you've had since a very young age that still exist. Mm. And it's not that you live in one another's lives, but you are there to support um, and help one another when that is needed. And as much as I say you can work in the collective, um, you need your getaway space from the city center where business is where you need to be, but you need that space when you get away. Yeah. So how am I doing so far? Very well. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, when you look down, I go, oh my gosh. <laughs> when Sandy looks up. Yeah. So, so obviously, <laughs> obviously, Carmen, you know Debbie well. So, and it's it, it's a good thing because to kind of have Carmen's reaction um, <laughs> kind of helps. Um, so, I'm just going to say, where are you at the moment? Mm. Your age um, adds currently adds to a seven, which says that there's a big move that you're going to be making. I don't know if this is definitely on a business front. Okay. Um, are you moving the office? Yes. Um, <laughs> so that's number one. But there's going to be something that came up um, last year, up until August of this year. Yeah. There was an idea that you've always wanted to do that you've been procrastinating about. <laughs> and this is now going to – has started to emerge – and your turning point is always the 23rd of February, which is the middle of your year, August to August. Yeah. Um, so January uh, into Feb February 23rd, that can happen before, just afterwards. That move and that shift is not only from a business move, but it's a direction move yeah. regarding business. Interesting. That's fascinating. <laughs> I think that you're also on a bit of money trajectory, but I think that the word mm -hmm. communication organization is going to be very foremost from your birthday in August of next year um, because it's your all or your nothing year. And because ah. you're born in August, you are an extremist. So, yeah. you know, you kind of don't know when to put the pen down from <laughs> work so in the funny. day. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so accurate. So um, there's also something else happening around the home front. Um, you're kind of in your thinking, and this is not your procrastination. This is your thinking. And and it's like you would say to a friend or say to Carmen, you know what I'm thinking of doing. And by the time you get to that February point, that thinking now says, you'll say to Carmen, you know what, I told you what I was thinking, but now what it is that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. So there's something very important coming in your individuality, independence, who I am. Okay. It's about every aspect of your life from your birthday next year is going to start to wake up. I like it. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a very, it's, you've got an interesting, just, you know, stay focused on this year because there's a lot of running around to do um, and a lot of, you know, that search or investigate yes. or maybe at the needs of other people that could actually service what it is that you need and what it is that you're doing. I mean, I could, you know, Carmen knows that I need an hour on a person, but um, I thought that let me just jump to your business for a moment okay. um, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to spend some other time to kind of really give you a heads up of your future years that are coming up, but you've got a company called Zenac Services. Yeah. And it's interesting, Zenac Services means communication. It says there's always drama, <laughs> but com communication <laughs> is the key. It's very independent. It's individual. Again, it's got a five. It's born on the 15th of September, 2017. So there is the word corporate, corporations, 
uh, SOEs, um, uh, industries that have governing bodies. You know, I always yeah. go straight to the word banking, but it can deal with taxes, etc. But it's got triple sixes, and it says it always needs to have a focus. It's funny, your company can actually be a bit dyslexic sometimes. So it's kind of <laughs> like saying hello to me. Oh, yeah. But um, but it's interesting. Um, there's the word that sits there is the word technical. There's the words mechanical, electrical, technical, and chemical. So there could be industries that your clients are in mm. um, or that you work with. Um, but it says you always need to back up your work to your external hard drive. Uh-huh. Um, it's very important. It's got a seven life path, which yeah. is it really compromises itself at um, f- for the needs of other people. And it's very – it's funny, your company is shy about talking about money. Yeah. But if Debbie, yeah. who is the heartbeat of Zen Act <laughs> Services, will do the paperwork and the accounting first to say to the client, this is how I work, this is how I charge this is how I get paid. This is when I get paid. Then you can start to do the work because wow. I think Zenac sometimes doesn't set any boundaries. Yes. <laughs> so now um, Zenac has just had its birthday on the 15th of September uh-huh. and it's telling me it's in the word lease, rent, hire that needs to be negotiated, ended, or renegotiated. Yeah. If you renegotiate in kind, you need to shorten it. You need to shorten it. And I hope that the move that you're making is telling me that I don't know that you should be moving um, into bigger offices. I don't know if this is a move about rather working from home yeah. or working differently. Yes, exactly. um, is it? Yeah. Okay. And then it's ages four, which says I need to pay attention to my paperwork regarding my clients. Okay. Because if you don't have the boundaries set for your clients, yes. you're going to have a problem with them and their paying and yeah. how they promise to pay and they won't pay or they don't pay there's some tax issues definitely coming up for Zenac itself but there's problems with clients and there's truths that will be told about their untruths and yet Zanac who also needs to do its own um, taxes has a rebate coming Ah. And your company is prone to get rebates quite consistently if its mommy bay will actually do all of its paperwork (laughs) on time. Got it. Okay. Um, But it, you know, it's it's born in the month of September, which says I'm also here to serve. Yeah. I'm here to guide, just like the name Debbie is, I'm here to guide people. Um, (laughs) But your five is very predominant in the sense that it's about money matters, import and export, and is it people, product, or currency? So Mm. it's dealing with those kind of areas. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. What does ZENAC do? So we're an accounting practice. We are moving offices on Friday. We deal a lot with SARS. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and and I do. I'm a terrible procrastinator, especially when it comes to my own stuff. I'm really good with clients, and I'm very strict with my staff on keeping client stuff. Um, We work all in the cloud so that because we've lost data before and it's taken us like a month to catch up. So I'm very strict with my staff that we save it all to the cloud. Um, I'm interested to hear what you said about the lease period. Because we've taken up, um, because I have been working from home in the last year. I gave up my, my office in February last year because it just didn't seem worth it to pay all that rent and then I'm sitting there by myself. So mm. I've been working at home and um, one of my ladies been working at just a very small office. And um, we have now decided to move into um, some office space in um, broad acres which is a little bit of a travel for me but it was just I, f- I walked in and I felt at home it's not corporate it's very relaxed 
it's very um, casual, and it's very open. I hate boxed mm. little offices. Like I don't like mm. them. So I love that it's very open and it's very um, social and, and, and that sort of thing. The clients that I deal with, you mentioned um, the FMCG, you know, they deal, one of my clients is in FMCG and retail and distribution and imports and exports. So, yeah, I've got I've got quite a lot of clients and I've been very, I've really tried hard to put those boundaries in place because I just sort of, you know, I let people just, I'll do all their work and then they don't pay for six months. And then I'm sitting no, no, in a no, situation no. where I'm like, guys, you need to pay. And then they can't because they've waited so long, you know. So I've worked hard on putting those boundaries in. Yes. You know, you could actually say to a client they need to pay a retainer. Yeah. And then, you know, next 35% and then it gets to yeah. the end of month or end of, of a quarter or whatever it is to pay the balance. And, you know, uh, in a way you can hold them that you actually don't deliver their information back to what they need until they have paid, and that's the power. But yes. the rule that, that you need to set for your client is first the rule that you need to set for yourself, which I think is really, really important. So you're moving out of home into offices yes. versus me thinking yes. you're moving from offices to exactly. home. So all I'm going to say is that this lease, which you've probably signed already, yeah, yeah. You know, under the circumstances with COVID and everything, you probably could have negotiated a two-year free and a five-year lease so you would only pay for three yeah. and, and not pay yeah. for two. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you're a wheeler-dealer negotiator. You've got that in your numbers. <laughs> I hey? am. <laughs> I, you know what? I never used to be. It's very strange. And then in my personal life, I just kind of learned from somebody that's, you never know unless you ask. Can I have a discount? Can I have a discount? And I said, no, but I can't. I feel terrible asking people. You see, there's that. Jacqueline. There's yeah. this shy name yeah. going, oh, I can't talk about no. money. <laughs> um, but your fours are going, oh, it just calls the shots. And I love the way you said you've planned your offices because that's the the, the mountain and the vistas. She Ooh. likes to see whatever is going oh, on there. Um, but I'm, I think that, that um, there's going to be – a change, and I'm just saying, try and keep uh, from a, a work perspective that you, you, your overheads actually are more mm. controlled going forward, and that if anybody leaves, see if you can actually rather be in more control of riding the horse than letting the horse ride you, sure. and watch out. Cause I don't know that staying in these offices for more than two years is there's another move coming. So. Yeah, so it's funny you say that because I've actually, I went with this office, but there was another office that was cheaper and I've been a bit stressed and worried about, you know, was I a bit too ambitious with picking the size of the office? And I mean, it's not big, but the it's it's just more than what I'd initially wanted to spend. And talking about the mountains and the vistas, the reason that I am going back to the office is because my my one of my ladies that I normally go and sit with her on a Monday and we work through stuff. She is in a we sit in a booth and I can't see the weather. I can't see what's happening outside, and I hate it. I, I've said I can't sit here. I cannot sit here. I need a window and I need to see what's happening in the world outside. If I go outside and it's wow. raining and I haven't seen it, I'm very upset. So. I got this office because it's right next to a farm. We've got a little balcony and a door so I can hear the chickens. <laughs> and I love, I always need light. I, I, I don't like yes. being in a dark, pokey room. It just, I don't care if it's, it's tiny, tiny. I just need the light and have a view and whatever. So that's interesting. You know what stood May out for me? You? Sorry. Oh, yes. Go ahead. No, I go ahead. I would like just to add because I don't know if she, like one of the things that she is renowned for is gardening. She is an obsessive creative gardener. <laughs> like uh, everybody yeah. comes to her for gardening advice. I love and it. So, <laughs> that, so that's her three in her day, which says green fingers. Yeah. But her fours is actually, you know, the earth, metal and wood and dealing with nature and 
and mm. um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah. I think that she could create quite a lot of drama and dramatics and beauty yeah. and color and textures yeah. um, in the garden. Um, may I ask you, I'm trying to see under your name about children. Mm. There could have been an opportunity around the age of 30, 31, 32. Yeah. And then again around 35, 36, 37, somewhere around mm. there. And there might have even been another one. How many children have you got? <laughs> I've got one, but I did have a miscarriage when I was 33, 34. Yeah, and then the one, the first one that you mentioned was a long-term boyfriend that we had planned, but then it never, it never materialized. And then when I met, yeah, when I met my husband, then there was um, a miscarriage, and then um, shortly after that, my daughter. And okay. as you say that, he's walking there behind her. Did you see? <laughs> yeah, I just I, I looked down, but I saw a, I saw a shadow there for a moment. Okay, yeah, okay. So it's interesting when you had the miscarriage. Um, you were actually 33 turning 34 mm. and it says that the baby was not growing correctly. Yes, there was something not functioning. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Was, and I want to talk about the heart, yeah. heart and the lungs. Mm. So the, when we went for the 12-week checkup, oh. there was no heartbeat. So that's ah. exactly it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Okay. <laughs> Sure, I don't know. I, I mean, I could I could go on and tell Debbie a few other things, yes. you know. Um, <laughs> Debbie's going to have to book a session with Sandy and get all of that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, <laughs> we can go a little bit more in depth and bring bring your hubby's details so we can yeah. have a look at hubby as yeah, well. definitely. <laughs> 100%. Thank you, Sandy. That was incredible. You've described me to a T. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> But the reason I put the two of you together because you're both in the numbers game. Yes. So, Fascinating. Yes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. You know, when you said SARS and tax, I just thought, wow, okay. <laughs> <It's> incredible. <laughs> and I must say, when I saw Zenak, I just saw, I almost, you know, I was going to the word Zen. Yeah. I didn't even think of accounting yeah. because you've got it down as one word zenac yes. yeah um so there you go yeah and it does sound like it's almost um see what is it the cbd oil it could be a cbd yeah oil. like a zen kind of like <laughs> well you know you but you see it's got the sixes and and you know there's other industries that it will attract which is you know the mechanical electrical mm. technical chemical but the six is also about holistic homeopathic yes. solar energy artificial intelligence alternate so it's alternate is not only about the numerology astrology but it's alternate ways of how we look at life as well but it's very mm. big on the technologies you yeah. say the cloud yeah. side um and that's very important that um but i would still be backing up to an external hard drive uh -huh. without a doubt <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's very funny that you mentioned um that just now because the the clients that i deal with mechanics so i've got a car mechanic business as as one of my clients and you said the fmcg and um what was the other what was the other one that you said the other one was communication, which is yes. what Carmen does. So that's Carmen. And then I've got an HR consulting company. That's a big um, client of mine. I've got interior design. So it's really quite broad. But do you see how not only the company's energy, yes. but your own energy is attracting um, that interior decorating or yeah. creative side, which yeah. is what you've got in your numbers. And, you know, it's, it's quite funny because my, my staff, they say to me, like, you can walk into a meeting and you can just win them over. You could, you know what you're saying. You know what you're doing. Like, we could You don't have do fives for nothing. <laughs> you can sell ice timber Eskimos. <laughs> and then so I was always very, very shy growing up. I was painfully shy. I used to hide under my mom's skirt and hide behind her legs. And she worked very hard to try and um, get me to sort of come out of my shell. 
And it was really well, only... Let me, can, may, may I interrupt yeah. you there and just explain something to you? With these double hidden fours, you know, fours don't do surprises. Um, and here you you know, obviously you trust your mom or your dad um, and, you know, hiding behind her skirts, that's your four, mm. is going like, you know, what is the next step? Who is that, etc. And yet your Jacqueline is is a shy number, but your four is that you don't do surprise. And here your mom and dad will just take you everywhere. Yes. And you go, oh, my gosh, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. What is that? You know what I mean? And so that fours is when they find their feet. Yes. As I say, they don't do surprises. Your life, you map, you plan. You, you. Um, if your husband thinks you, that, that you will just go to movies, um, no. because you trust him, you might go, but you, the first word you're going to say to him is no, I've got things to do. <laughs> but yeah. if your hubby is listening, if he says, Debbie, it's this movie with this actor, this actress, this is what it's about. This is where it's showing. This is what time it's showing, whatever. And as Debbie gets that map and plan, she goes out from under her mom's skirt yes. and goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. And one well, of the, so that it wasn't shy if there's a reservedness yeah. in your fours because mm. fours always take one step at a time. Yeah, um, okay. These, uh, most children with fours will actually do the full length of crawling before they walk. Okay. Where if they've got no fours, they'll be trying to be walking before they even crawl. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. And also my mom, you said I've got a very dominant mom. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. She's here with me. So. <laughs> Sorry, mom. No, no, it's true. She's a powerhouse yes. of notes, completely. Mm. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you, ladies, for your time. We've run out thank of you. time. Um, and Sandy's got more appointments. And Sandy, I think more importantly sure. is how do people get hold of you? Because I'm sure that they would also like to, to explore the numerology world. All right, so my email address is sandy at numerology.co.za. My website is www.numerology.co.za. Um, I'm on all of the platforms um, under Sandy's Numerology, and I've also got a YouTube, which is also Sandy's Numerology. You just need a Google search me. You'll find me easy enough. Amazing. <laughs> okay, guys, audience. Everybody out there, bye-bye now. Thank bye -bye. you, Carmen. Good Thank you so you. much for having. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Carmen. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to The Carmen Murray Show, another solid gold podcast. Please take a moment to rate and share this episode with friends and colleagues who love customer experience and marketing just as much as you do. To connect with Carmen, visit CarmenMurray.com, where you will find links to her business services, future fit events, and biz community articles. Carmen Murray is CEO of Ouya Modern Marketing Services that empower businesses to deliver premium customer experiences, B2B, B2C, and B2B2C across all industries. Some of these services include research, CX strategy, persona development and customer journey mapping, CX audits, UX audits, and the connected marketer training in connected customer experiences, mobile, data management, and AI. You've been listening to another episode from the Solid Gold Podcast Studios.